the ability to acquire and apply knowledge and skills. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the channel. What I just said to you is the definition of intelligence. Before I go any further, let me thank you guys for checking out the podcast. Thank you for sharing the podcast. Thank you for checking out the YouTube channel. And thank you for subscribing. And thank you for all you do to help this channel and to help this podcast reach great heights. Today is Sunday, April 16th, 2023. I am your host, Shahir Henderson, and we have a very interesting and intricate podcast for you today. So, guys, what am I talking about when I mention intelligence? The thing I don't want people to be pushed away by is When I say lack of intelligence, see, when you tell someone you lack intellect, that person believes that you're saying that they're an idiot and that they're stupid because they're not intellectually inclined into the conversation that you're having. But what said individual or anyone needs to understand when I mention lack of relationship intelligence, I'm not saying That you're stupid or that you're an idiot. What I'm saying is you were not taught properly how to function in a relationship. You were not given the tools to apply the construction you need in order to build a strong foundation for your relationship. Many people, myself, lack relationship intelligence. So I am a victim of... uh, Lacking relationship intellect as well. So because of this, this makes us ignorant. So when we're ignorant to things, the ignorance is the unknowing. Because if we don't know, we can't apply the knowledge we've acquired. If you see, I go back to the definition. So what is relationship intelligence? Uh, Relationship intelligence is knowing, again, The knowledge that you've acquired from the person you're in a relationship with, excuse me, and applying that knowledge to your relationship. Say, for instance, your wife is seven months pregnant. If you went into this relationship not understanding women in pregnancy and this is your first child, You're going to be pretty frustrated, guys, because you don't understand the changes your body is going through and the changes that her body is going through. And you also might not understand that things are not going to be smooth. Things are going to be a little bit rocky. Some women, when they have their first children, their pregnancies are a lot more worse than other women's. Uh, Some women may require hospital visits. They may require a little bit more TLC than other women. So these are things that you need to know. Without knowing this, you'll go into this pregnancy believing that your wife has just turned into a demon carrying a seed. And you'll believe that this is all against you and that she's out to destroy you. That's what you would believe. But you don't know that there's hormonal changes that are taking place inside of your woman. 
And these things you need to understand in order to know that she's not truly against you. Now, on the flip side of that, the woman also needs to understand the hormonal changes she goes through and the, the different behaviors that she is going to expel while going through pregnancy so she can better communicate this to you beforehand. See, in the midst of an emotional outpour, many people are not going to be able to uh, have the emotional intelligence that they need to see that they are actually giving someone else hell. And this won't be known until the person tells them Hey, I didn't feel good about how you spoke to me last night or I didn't feel good about how you came off the other day. All of this is a part of relationship intelligence because there's communication. There's admittance of a bad behavior. There's an apology. And then there's a, 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 a ability to move forward from the situation calmly and effectively. This is all a part of relationship intelligence. Now, again, let me throw another story at you. You and your wife, you're at the movies and she comes to you and says, hey, let's get some popcorn and some candy. And you say to her, oh, man, remember, we're on a tight budget this week. Um, so we can't really get that popcorn and that candy. I forgot to stop by the store and, you know, we could have got the candy from Dollar Tree or Dollar General or 99 cent store, whatever you guys have in your neighborhood. And at that moment, she explodes out in public calling you a dumbass and an idiot. And you never take the you know initiative to do things the right way. And she's basically downing you as she does every time you make a mistake. Now, that is a part of emotional unintelligence, I mean, emotional unintelligence, yes, and relationship unintelligence, because she in the situation is downing you to make you feel bad about yourself, which is not good to try to make people feel bad and humiliate humiliate them, especially out in public in front of people, because you're taking the love of your life or the love that you have for this person and you're showing others that this person doesn't mean nothing to you and that they're trash to you, which is not good. Now, a lot of people have been in these situations. A lot of men have been in these situations and some men lash back out at the women, then calling them names and downplaying them. And then what we have, we have two people destroying each other to see who's going to become the bigger person to destroy the other person. This is all lack of relationship intelligence. Because if there's a budget and you guys made it to the movies and then you have nothing to eat at the movie theater, yes, the husband going forward may need to explain things a little better before you guys arrive, but the wife should also Use better language and speech to, uh, how you want to say, verbalize what she's feeling and how she's feeling about the situation. So then, oh, okay, we don't have the money. Okay, that's all right. We can just sit here, watch the movie, and then afterwards we can get something to eat. Because necessarily you don't need to be in the movies eating anything 
while you're watching a movie. That's just something people do. It's just a part of the movie. But if you have no emotional control or no emotional intelligence, you would think you need to have a fallout because that's exactly what you're supposed to do in the movie. All of this is not have a relationship intelligence. See, the thing is, people believe that there are certain ways that relationships go. And they believe also that only a certain sex is inclined when it comes to relationships, i.e. women. And men are not that much inclined when it comes to relationships. But when you think about it, where have these women gotten their relationship information from? Because most of the time, this information comes from other girls when they were girls. And then they all become women and they hear other women talking about this. And it never came from a book. It never came from a logical standpoint. It comes straight from. uh, uh, Excuse me, guys. Getting tongue twisted here. It comes straight from stereotypes and stereotypical ideologies of men. And stereotypical ideologies of what men do in order to make relationships fail. So the bashing is always on the men because the man seems to not be so much inclined into the relationship as the woman, but not understanding that this man also doesn't have relationship intellect as well as yourself would make things a lot better, would make the communication a lot better. So the best thing to do is to find out how to have conversations that are meaningful, conversations that get you to a place of having a great solution to the problem. And I believe in the situation as much as as far as the movie situation goes, if you guys are already at the movies and you're on a budget and you don't have no way of getting anything to eat, hey, just watch the movie and when you leave, you know, go ahead to the uh, grocery store and grab something to eat, go back home and chill out. But if you believe that there needs to be more excitement, there needs to be more fun. This, this guy is becoming boring. He always does this. There's probably somebody else out there that'll treat me better, that'll make moments more exciting. All of these thoughts, ladies, are a part of a lack of relationship intellect. Because when you look at a guy not being able to fulfill your needs and you look towards other men to fulfill those needs, that's a part of relationship, a lack of relationship intellect. Because that's not supposed to be how you handle this. That's not how you handle the situation. You don't handle the situation by stepping out to find a man who can treat you right. And then when that man starts to do things wrong, now you try to find another guy to replace that behavior that that guy has. Next thing you know, you have four or five different guys set in order to have different behaviors from those five guys to create one guy. You guys won't believe how many times a woman probably has done that. And I've heard women doing that. And you've heard there's probably on uh, a TV show or in a movie or something like that. No, I got five or different, six different dudes to create one dude. That'll happen. But all of that 
creation and all of that, uh, if you want to say, uh, monopoly, uh, all of that building up of people in order to create one person is a lack of relationship intelligence. Because you believe creating relationships with six different people is the best way for you to feel good. That is actually a lack of relationship intelligence because you're not being fulfilled there. You're just using these people for their main quality that basically makes you happy. Now, I don't never heard of guys doing this. And there's probably some guys that do do this that have three or four females fulfilling one uh, three different needs. So I'm pretty sure it happens with men, too. And that is a lack of relationship intelligence. Because in all, everyone has to learn what do I need to do in order to make this relationship great. There has to be, I'm going to give you three things as I call the trinity of relationships. And these three things are very important to the relationship's longevity. Trust. You have to build up a large amount of trust in your partner. You have to trust that they will do everything that they can do in order to make the relationship work and in order to make the relationship better for the both of you. Trust on both sides of the team. Excuse me. From you and from him. A large amount of trust. On top of the trust, there has to be communication. The communication cannot be detrimental to the other person's well-being, detrimental to their psychological well-being, or detrimental to their health. That communication cannot come off as you trying to downplay them to make yourself bigger. There has to be communication that is understood and that flows well so both people can get to the point of understanding how the situation can be held, uh, excuse me, can be done properly. So after the communication is set professionally and with good, how you want to say, with good gestures and not bad ones, you have to spend a decent amount of time together. You don't need to spend every day together, 24-7, two, 10 minutes Whatever, however long you want to say, every other minute, you don't need to spend that much time together. But there needs to be a significant amount of time spent together. And those times that y'all spend together, y'all spending those times together, understanding each other's love language and understanding how to make the time spent together fulfilling for both of you. So that when you are away from each other, you know that the trust, the communication and the time you spent together was enough to make the foundation stronger. And without trust, communication and spending time together, things would definitely dwindle. That's the trinity of relationships. That's also a part of relationship intelligence, trust, communication and spending time together. Now, do yourself a favor, men, do yourself a favor, women, try to read some books about relationship intelligence. Try to read some books about emotional intelligence 
and try to read some books about dating, marriage, and relationships. All of this literature is a part of you gaining a better understanding of relationships and increasing your intelligence. There are books out there that you can read and that will be good for you to check out in order for you to become better at understanding relationships. I, re- I recommend uh, checking out Dr. John Gray. Um, there's another book that I recommend that you guys check out. I'm looking it up right now. Excuse me. On my phone. Let me get to my Kindle. The name of that book, guys, uh, as it comes up, is called Relationship Intelligence by Nathaniel, by Nathaniel Maslow. And the other book I want you guys to check out is The Seven Principles for Making a Marriage Work. Now, some of you guys might say we are not at the... um. Excuse me, guys. I didn't give you who wrote the uh, seven principles of make, making a marriage work. Uh, that book was written by um, John M. Gotham. That's who that book was written by. But just those two, those two, please check those three things out. Um, you might say we're not at the verge of marriage yet. We're not talking about marriage yet. We haven't communicated about marriage yet. And that has not become a part of our conversation and he has not committed to me. That's all a part of blaming. You don't want to play the blame game. That's also lack of relationship intelligence. Don't blame. Just find ways to, uh, hey, honey, won't you check this book out? Won't you check out this excerpt I was listening to about people who commit and why they don't commit? And, you know, the trust that may go into why they're not committing and different things of that nature. But I believe Increasing your literature and increasing your knowledge about relationships, you can then apply the knowledge you've acquired, going back to the intelligence definition. All of this knowledge that you acquire from these readings and from the right people, I understand there's people everywhere trying to talk about relationships nowadays, even myself. You know, we're not, I'm not a professional. I'm not a professional. I'm not uh, a relationship expert. Uh, I'm not a relationship coach. I'm just someone who has been talking about relationships for 25 years, who has studied, analyzed and experienced a lot of things that I talk to you guys about. You know, so I'm just more of like a voice of relationships. That's basically it. You know, but I do have a bachelor's degree in uh, behavioral analysis. So that, that has not much to do with relationships between men and women. But it has something to do with understanding how people and behaviors work. Um, so, guys and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, go out there and find the right things for you to acquire to your relationship that will make your relationship stand out from the rest. Your relationship is unique to you. There is no need to put others in your relationship. Each relationship is unique. It has its own unique features. See, when you start adding other people to your relationship, your relationship becomes their feature. And when your relationship becomes their feature, they are then in control. You guys have a great rest of your day. A great rest of your weekend. And I will speak to you in the next one. Peace out.